0: and get that pre-order in, and you'll be able to get a free download of a meditation we created and a workbook that goes along with it. Much love and appreciation for your support. Much love, thank you. The choices you make will dramatically impact how you feel about yourself because your choices are either about bringing life into your body and to your experience and your relationships, or they're not. And it is that binary. Hi, my name is Mark Groves, and I'm obsessed with understanding human behavior and why we do what we do. In this podcast, I interview the world's most brilliant minds and hearts, where I get to explore alongside you every subject you can imagine relating to our human experience and how we relate. It is my deepest intention that we all learn how to create the life and love that we've always dreamt of. Now, before we get rolling, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And one ask that I have, and an amazing way that you can help support the podcast, is by wherever you listen to it, giving it a five-star review and a written review. With all that said, let's dive in and transform our lives. What's up? It brings me so much joy that this is my 300th episode. that crazy? I just look back now at when I started it and had really no idea what I was doing or what I was starting or what was being created and to think of where it is today. So first off, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast, for listening. And if you don't subscribe, thanks for hitting that subscribe button. Thanks for sharing it with all the people you love and the value you find in it. And I, I'm just so grateful. Like you don't know what something's going to become when it is just a seed or an idea in your soul, in your mind. And you just sort of let go and follow it. And this has become such a privilege, a passion. I've grown out loud for 300 episodes, which is wild. It's like a live, you know, documentation of my, <laughs> my own growth, my own transformation, what I've been through in those 300 episodes and also who I've become. And, you know, to be able to look back and also see myself evolve as an interviewer, as um, a host, as personally, just in my own sharing and my own growth and my own inquiry has also been an honor, you know, to get feedback on what I can do better. And that actually be such a fuel to me changing and creating differently. So I appreciate all of you so much. And for this episode, it is a special one. I dive into a subject that I think is essential to understand in the process of relating. I want to explore the subject of falling in love with the method. And this thought process was stimulated when I was listening to a lecture from Ram Dass. And, you know, he was talking about how we find access to God. We find access to something greater than us, whatever that is. And we fall in love with the method. And I think about this because I often hear people say, when I'm in relationship, I just love more. I love who I am. The world's more alive. It's more vibrant. The colors are brighter. I'm funnier. You know, like all the things that I think we experience often in the honeymoon phase of the relationship And then what happens is the relationship ends, it has challenges, whatever that might be. And then we associate love with the hurt. We're like, oh, well, if I love people, and this is what happens unconsciously, we then avoid relationship because we say, if I love people, then they're going to leave me. They're going to take my joy. They're going to take my happiness. They're going to betray me. They're going, you know, X, Y, Z. I'm going to lose myself. And I often have people finish that sentence. When I love people they. When I let people love me they. When I love people I. Those are all ways that you can unconsciously when you finish those sentences, you can unconsciously be avoiding connection and relationship and opening. You can run from love that wants to love you from connection that wants to be with you for even from your joy from your possibility you're like I tried that thing I failed so I can't try things because then I fail and then I'm going to experience pain but not realizing that when you stop trying to do things the pain is relived because the pain is the thing that's constantly activated because it's not allowing you to do the things so you're not avoiding the pain you're living in the pain so if heartbreak was something you experienced or betrayal when you stop opening because of that, you actually keep giving power to the experience, to the wound. So I'm listening to this lecture from Ram Das, and he's talking about falling in love with the method. And so let's take, for example, that you experience love with another, and all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, love is activated in me. It's activated because I'm in love with you. It's just like if you meditate, all of a sudden you find peace and calm and you find vibrancy, you find vitality, you start moving your body, you start exercising and you start to really fall in love with the sort of vibrational experience. And I don't mean that spiritually or metaphysically, but like the actual experience of making choices and being alive, right? Like, When someone says to me, like, I have a broken heart, to me, to never love again is to have a broken heart. To have a heart that's in pain is not broken, it's working. You know, it it operates under this misconception that pain means something's wrong, which to be alive to this world is to experience suffering. And, you know, I've been thinking a lot about like our experience, we, we have all these ways that we try to mitigate or avoid our relationship to death, not realizing that death is always there. And that's actually the liberating experience of being with the reality. You're going to die. All of a sudden, if you can just say that's going to happen, I'm going to fucking do this life. I shared recently on my Substack a quote from, that my friend Kristen Hallett shared at a speech she did, at a talk she did, and she works with people in their relationship to death as they're potentially leaving this planet, but even as they want to embrace their life now, and the quote was, when death finds you, may it find you alive. It's an African proverb, and it's like, think about that. Think about, it, like, if death found you in this moment, would you be alive? Would you be embracing everything that you could be? Would you be stepping into everything that's possible? Would you have regrets that you didn't do it all, that you didn't love it all, that you didn't try it all, that you didn't finally claim your relationship to your body, to nutrition, to health, to vitality, to vibrancy, to relationship, repair with people that you've had hurts and fractures, maybe ones that you've caused. We spend so much of our life wanting someone to apologize to us, but we don't often be the person who apologizes. If you haven't heard me talk about cozier sheets before, let me tell you, I'm about to introduce you to the greatest sheets you will ever have touch your body. Anytime someone comes to our house and stays in our guest room, they always want to know what is the bed situation. What are the sheets that we have? Their sheets, their comforters, their duvets, everything is magic. Their bedding is naturally breathable. It's temperature regulating. It's so damn soft. It's ethically sourced viscose from bamboo. It's incredible. And the brand was featured on Oprah's Favorite Things but before that it was featured on mark's favorite things like i discovered this brand years ago Before I ever even chatted with them about being a sponsor for the podcast, and because I love their product so much, I asked for an exclusive offer for you, and you get 40% off site-wide. And now they have pajamas. They have, like, loungewear. So not only do you get to wrap yourself in the experience of the sheets as clothing, but you then get to get into the bed in that, so you're, like, double-wrapped. And so all you gotta do to save 40% off site-wide is use the code Groves at checkout. So just my last name, G-R-O-V-E-S. So go to CozyEarth.com, dot com and use the code Groves and you get 40% off all their products. So I say all of that to come back to this idea that we fall in love with the method. We think that the gateway to what we felt is the other person, is the technique. But all the technique and all the other person did was open something that's already within you. Think about when Michael Michelangelo carved David, there's this famous conversation that they have with him of like, how did you do it? And he said, all I did was remove what was not him. I think about this as the process of, listen, relationships are going to wake you up to your shit. They're going to trigger you. They're going to invite you to heal, to repair, to become. And when we can actually be with that truth We stop running from the pains of our relationship and actually start to seek out the observation of the frictions we experience. And that's a whole different way of relating. You know, it's like instead of running away from the things that hurt us, we run towards what opens us. And it's a painful experience to stop running from your pain and just stop. Just all of a sudden stop. And when you think about that dynamic of anxious, avoidant attachment style, like even you don't even need that language. It could be the runner and the, and the chaser, right? One person's running from love and the other person's chasing love. It's like if both of those people just stopped moving and were just with each other, themselves, and the space between them, that is ultimately two individuals cultivating a sacred space between one another. So in order to come back to yourself, to begin to remember, right? Like this is about the journey of remembering who you are. And the thing that opens through relating, through love, through meditation, through cold plunging, through potentially LSD, mushrooms, whatever it is, is this connection to yourself, is the unlayering of all the mass and things you were taught to be, even your personality, right? that stuff starts to fall away. And, you know, I hear a lot of that language of like, we need to forget the things we're taught. We need to forget. It's like, you just need to remember. The stuff falls away, much like Michelangelo carving David. It's like, I just removed what wasn't him. Remove what's not you. And to get back into connection with what that is, is you found this method, this method opened you up, and you think that the method is the only way to be open. But you can always be open, you can always be vital, you can always experience love. And that is the process of making your way through the world with unconditional love, which again, I always have to reiterate, does not mean unconditional tolerance. To be in a powerful relationship is to have boundaries around how you wanna relate. To do that without boundaries is not love. To not stand for what you need and what you want is not love. To be in toxic patterns with another, with ourselves, is not love. It's running from it. It's running from the openness. It's running from what will it mean if I have boundaries? What will it mean if this relationship ends? What will it mean if it deepens? We don't often think about that. We think we're often running from pain, but sometimes we're running from depth. We're running from possibility. We're running from the thing that we're most afraid of because our pain lives there. We're like, man, if I go deeper in relationship, the template I have is I loved my mom unconditionally. I was born into this earth looking in her eyes. She let me down or my dad let me down or maybe I was adopted and everyone let me down. And that story at some point has to be the origin of your birth in terms of your spiritual awakening into your opening. If we let what we've been through in our lives run our lives, it's still with us. We can't let it go. And so use the methods. Find the methods that bring you alive. Find the methods that have you connected to love. Go for a walk barefoot in the forest. Feel what that feels like. Take a look at a vista. Look at the ocean. Look at a lake. Put your feet in a river. Hug another. Make sweet love. Play. Go out and play. Be reminded what it means to be in joy, what it means to be in vitality, what it means to be in this life. Your body is a vehicle. Embrace that vehicle. Treat it as sacred. Nourish it. But not just from the place of food, although that's so incredibly important, but how you move it and where you put it. The circumstances, the environments, the conversations, the music, the movies, they all impact us. And, uh, man, I hated that truth because I remember I was, wa- I was listening to some music and guys like, man, I don't like the lyrics of that music. And the more I sit with the truth of like what you expose yourself to energetically, I'm like, ah, that's really true. I remember watching this video on YouTube where there is like a, a tuning fork at I think 452 and they rang one at five something and this tuning fork didn't move. And then they rang the 452 and the other one moved. And I'm like, isn't that so true? If we operate at a frequency of unconditional love, which means like fierce love, which means... I'm not, I'm not addicted to the method. I am the fucking method, right? Like we spend so much time seeking, trying to figure out how to hack or algorithm, just become an algorithm, become the truth. And really ultimately what humans crave is to be with each other in reality, in truth. I love you. I miss you. This is hard. We're not having the conversations I really wanna have and that's on me too. Or, hey, we're kind of in a rut. Or, hey, I'm scared of what this might lead to. Or hey, I'm I really need to repair some things that I haven't repaired. See how all of that is so connective? Your worth is not determined by your relational outcomes. It's not. It's totally decoupled from your relationship outcomes. Your worth just is. However, I will say that the choices you make will dramatically impact how you feel about yourself, because your choices are either about bringing life into your body and to your experience and your relationships, or they're not. And it is that binary. We can just sense in our bodies if a choice we're making is harmful or expansive. So two takeaway messages from this, although you might get more, but two I want to be explicit about. One is, look where you're in love with the method, where you're just addicted to the method. Because your method has to die. It has to fall apart. It has to, you have to let it go so you can be with what it's activated so you can see it's always activated. The opening's always there. And the second thing is get your life in alignment. Have your choices be about bringing vitality to your body, to your soul, to your heart. You know, we have so many moments that we look back on our lives and we go, that was the moment everything changed. And my invitation to you is to make this the moment everything changed. That it is a defining moment in your life that you're like, I can see this very clear delineation of where I chose life, of where I chose possibility, of where I chose myself, of where I decided that I'm in charge of what I'm going to accept and what I'm going to become. Stand in that. That's love. That's creation. That's possibility. Let's do this.